0: Welcome to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, Certified Conscious Parenting Coach. One of my missions as a conscious mom and parenting coach is to find new ways to awaken, deepen our consciousness, connections, and relationships. To guide other moms to reconnect with their true self so they can bring more love and joy in their homes and confidently parent their child the unique way they crave to be parented. I'm here to have conversations to guide you and pave the way for a whole new parenting experience for ourselves and our children. Join me and let's explore the path together. Where we will be talking about when you should give your child consequences, when you should look at consequences versus boundaries when you should consider natural consequences, and tools to help you in the moment of a trigger or or an argument. So let's dive right in. All right, so I want to share with you, actually, this is something that happened in my life recently. So we're going to look at consequences versus natural consequences to start off with, okay? So in this society, we are taught most often to give our child a consequence if they misbehave okay and that's pretty much all we're told to look at so let me give you an example your child is late for school and you're angry because it's you know the 10th time that they're late for school or the fifth time or whatever it is and you think of a consequence to give them so that they learn their lesson and they're not late for school anymore well you take away their ipad let's say iPad privileges are taken away for a week. Okay. So that is what I call an imposed consequence. Okay. So, what is going to happen to them as they're adults? When they're adults and, you know, they're late for work one time, two times, three times, however many times that their boss allows them to be late. And then the boss calls them into the office and says, okay, you're fired. And they're going to be like, what? No, 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 no. Just like take away my computer for a week or to keep my phone for a week. But like, don't fire me. That's That doesn't make sense, right? So by imposing consequences on our children, we're really not preparing them for real life, right? We're just doing things because we want to, I want to say, control their behavior or to change their behavior. And we think that by taking away something they really love, it's going to make them do that. But in reality, it's not preparing them for real life. Same thing, if you were as an adult to go meet a friend for the coffee, let's say, and you're late for coffee, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I have a couple minutes late, this happened and that happened and whatnot, and she's like, that's okay. Give me your earrings. They're really pretty and I I know you like them. Give them to me. I'm going to keep them for a week until you learn your lesson. And you're like, "Uh, yeah, we're not friends anymore." <laughs> right? But and as funny as it sounds when we talk about it as adults, you know, that's kind of what we're doing to our children. So, I want you to start thinking about natural consequences. You know, natural consequence for being late to school means you know, that the school is going to be taking care of that. They'll be maybe giving them a suspension or however their warning system goes for being late, if there's a system at all, right? And that's the consequence. You can go further and explore, okay, what is the energy behind the scene here? Why are you constantly late? Are you not going to bed early enough? Do you have too much to do in the morning? Like what is going on here, right? Instead of jumping straight to the consequence, we can explore what, what else might be affecting it, right? It's kind of like, you know, your check engine light comes on in your car and you just put duct tape over it. And that doesn't fix the issue. It can seem like it's fixing the issue because you no longer see the check engine light, but it's very super Superficial. Yes, natural consequences are, you know, are naturally going to happen in this world. But when something with our children or even with ourselves is happening over and over and over again, and we just deal with it superficially, maybe it's time to take a step back and see, okay, what's the energy behind it? What else is playing a factor in this situation? Okay, so I'm going to give you a situation for something that happened to me. And... I am a single mom and I have a partner and he's been spending more and more time with me and my daughter lately and he enjoys, you know, he doesn't have kids of his own, so he enjoys sleeping in and I totally get it. When my daughter's with her father, I love sleeping in as well, okay? However, when he's around and she's around, like she just loves him and wants to spend time with him, right? So, You know, there was one morning recently where she was like, are you waking up? And he's like, give me a little bit longer. Are you waking up? Give me a little bit longer. Okay. And then, but he kept falling asleep and she kept waking him back up. I don't know how long, how frequently it was, maybe every 20, 30 minutes. And we all know how like that is not fun. Having those interrupted sleeps is not fun. And it actually makes us feel more tired. So we end up staying in bed longer. So it was like a vicious cycle of what was going on. Okay. Okay. And then it kind of made our day a little bit sour, or the morning a little bit sour, at least. And, you know, I tried to get my daughter outside to change her mind, to just spend time with me one-on-one. But nothing seemed to be working that morning. So he eventually woke up, and we spent a little bit of time together. And then he went on his own, and then my daughter and I stayed together. We had plans for the afternoon. But there was obviously something there. So him and I had a conversation about it, and we actually spoke about it, I think, for like two and a half hours, and really what came up in that conversation was consequences. He wanted me to give a consequence to my daughter for not listening to you know, his direction, meaning leave me alone, I want to sleep, when I wake up, I'll come see you, and she just wasn't listening to that, so he wanted me to give her a consequence. And I was trying so hard to find the natural consequence to that. And it didn't really come to me. You know, the only natural consequence was that his sleep was being interrupted. But other than that, it really wasn't happening. So what came to me was that in this situation, we can look at putting in a consequence. And, you know, I can take away her iPad for a day. But what is that going to actually do? Nothing. It's literally putting a Band-Aid on a situation, not looking at what is under the seam. So what was there in this specific situation, and that happens so often in our parenting, was boundaries, right? She was not respecting our boundaries. However, if you keep digging deeper, you'll see that the evening before, him and I had a conversation. And our conversation went like this. I'm not going to go golf today because I want to spend time with you, Daphne and my dog Rupert. So I was like under the impression, perfect. And I was under the impression that he was going to get up basically when we got up and spend the day together. So when she went to go wake him up, I wasn't there and I didn't know what happened. Okay. So I didn't know how long he told her that he would be or what the deal that they had made. And she kept going in and going in and going in, right? However, my boundary of saying, just wait till he wakes up was not very strong because I was under the impression that he was going to be <laughs> waking up early that day. So it was really hard for me to hold that boundary because I didn't really have a boundary. I thought I thought he should have been up by now anyways, right? So... When we make these boundaries, we really have to explore the energy behind our boundaries. And, you know, he had a boundary, but I didn't. And my daughter could pick up on that. She would be like, well, mom, your energy behind this boundary is very low. You want him to be up anyway, so let's just go wake him up again, (laughs) right? So she kept going there and waking him up. So eventually we kept on with this conversation and we found out everything, we kept digging and we found out everything that was at the bottom of this. And we really realized that in this specific situation, a consequence was not really in place. We both had a conversation about how we can be firmer with our boundaries, how we can respect him and he can respect us. And that the next step would be to have that conversation with my daughter Daphne and then to go from there, right? And if she still can't respect that, then maybe it's a matter of putting a lock on the door so that, you know, she's really stopped from going in or something like that, right? But taking away the iPad for a day is not going to teach her anything. And then if you want to take this even further, I was like, like I said, we talked for a long time and it was pretty heated at times. And I was very frustrated at different moments. But I also thought it was so beautiful because we kept talking. We kept digging. We were like explorers, continuing to see what the energy was behind all of this and how we can make it better next time, right? So And then taking it further and having that conversation, like a short form of that conversation with my daughter, who is five, right? So depending on their age, you can go as deep or as shallow as you choose to. But, you know, letting her know, this is what happened that morning. This was my energy. This was his energy. How were you feeling? We talked about, you know, what we can do differently so that everyone feels like they're respected in the situation. This is what we came up with. How do you feel about that, right? And letting your child have a voice. And what that is teaching them is how to have, how to communicate with another person when they have an issue, right? That is such a powerful tool you can teach your child from a young age that they can take into all of their relationships and friendships going forward, right? Because I can tell you that When it first happened, like, I was angry. And I didn't feel good about any of that. And it could have easily been a big negative for our relationship, right? And that's what happens. We have relationships. Stuff bothers us. We don't fully talk about it. We don't fully discuss it. And then all of a sudden one day we're like, oh, our relationship is terrible and I don't know what happened, right? But communication is key and we hear that over and over again. But you can't learn it overnight and it is, you can learn it as an adult, but imagine if you raise your child learning how to communicate, how to honor and respect other people's emotions and boundaries and how to have their own emotions and boundaries respected all along the way. It is such a powerful thing to do, okay? So just to quickly recap here, to start taking away is like, if you feel like you're putting, imposing a consequence on your child, take a step back, okay? And see what is a natural consequence here. And if you can't find a natural consequence, then look at what is behind the scene. Put your detective hat on and figuring out what are the boundaries here, what is the energy behind the boundaries, and see what happens down that line, okay? So if you want a few tools or action steps to take next time something like this happens in your house, I want you to keep in mind, the number one thing to keep in mind is that you should never, ever, ever, ever be solving an issue in the heat of the moment, this happened on a Monday morning and we did not have the the discussion until Wednesday evening, okay? It's okay to take time between the time of the incident and the time of the discussion for many reasons. One, when we are in these states where we're feeling flustered, angry, fearful, whatever it is, we cannot access Rational brain. So our kid is, you know, throwing a tantrum or is late for something, and everyone gets flustered, and we try to teach them the lesson we want to teach them in that moment, it's not gonna happen. You're gonna find yourself repeating yourself over and over and over again because they're not gonna be able to um, take in the lesson you're teaching them, because in the heat of the moment you cannot access your rash your logical brain. Okay, so Leave time between when an incident happens, whether it's with your partner or with your child or anybody else, take the time, elevate your energy, shift your energy. It can be going for a walk, jumping on the trampoline, go for a swim, a bike ride, any way that you can shift your energy. What I did between that time and the time of our conversation was I did I practiced, you know, EFT, I tapped on my issue. I did Kundalini yoga and I moved my body a whole lot. And then I was ready to have the conversation and we were both able to access our logical and rational mind. Okay. So, unless your child is running into traffic and you need to pull them out instantly, then you can react in the moment, right? Or any issues similar to that, where their physical safety is in danger. But any other time, it's best. To shift your energy, take some time and connect with them. You know, maybe it's playing a board game together, maybe it is building something together, coloring together, whatever it is. And after you've connected for a little bit, have that conversation with them when your both energy levels are at and emotions are at neutral. Okay. And then really start to think about natural consequences and how you can have implement more of that into your parenting. And if natural consequences don't come easily, then look at boundaries. What was your boundary in that situation? Even though you were telling your child, you know, maybe don't go wake him up, but in in your heart you felt, oh, they should be up by now your child picks up on that energy, right? So it's really hard to hold a boundary that we aren't even clear and firm about, okay? So that is where the reflective work comes into play. It is something that I talk about frequently and that I guide my clients through. And it is the reason that I created the Sparkle Time Journal. Because it's like sitting with your coach at the end of every single day, doing the reflective work of what happened today and How can I shift it going forward? Thank you so much for listening today and continue to elevate your consciousness and bring more love, joy, passion, abundance, and happiness into your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Conscious Parenting Paradigm Podcast. I am your host, France Taillard, Certified Conscious Parenting Coach you can find me on Instagram or TikTok at Coach France T. You can find my link to my website in the show notes or on my social media profiles. I would love it if you would subscribe to and rate this podcast. I will be doing multiple Ask Me parenting episodes. So if you have any questions for me, please leave it inside a review on your favorite platform. Your feedback and support is so appreciated. See you next time where we will continue to explore conscious parenting together.